We are live, people. We are live. Welcome to NFL Talks, the other football show. Shout out to everybody tapping in with us right now. If you are watching this, make sure you follow the Sarcasm City Kick. Um, we're going to be here for a good little minute now. A lot of the Twitch content that you would be used to getting on the Twitch outside of pro clubs will be here now. So all the content that you will miss out on if you don't stay tapped in with this platform uh, is probably something you don't want to do. So tap in with us. A lot of content coming on the kick. As for right now, we'll get into this NFL coverage. Uh, so shout out my guys, Eddie and Surfer. What are you guys saying? Um. I'm listen. I'm I'm missing nearly everything yesterday because I was busy doing stuff. So I'm I'm literally I'll chip in now and again. But I'm just I you know I I saw the scores, but I'm literally catching up right now with you guys. So I'm actually, basically I'm just a member of the chat just on the stream. Right <laughs> yeah. All right, fair all enough. Good, fair. I good. think Peter is in roughly the same boat. Oh uh, so. yeah. Other than the Giants getting sent to Heaven's Gates. Good lord. Browns and Bengals offenses are hashtag not good. Yep. Uh, the Chargers are hilarious at finding unique ways to lose. And the, the Rams see yesterday. The Steelers also got punched in the mouth. Um, what else did I actually watch? I'm trying to think. No, that's pretty much it. I didn't watch a snap of Ravens football. Uh, so we're already at like one season ending injury already. I guess Aaron Rodgers got carted off the field of the yep. game that just started 10 minutes ago. Yep. So, um, the Zach Wilson show. Yeah, Zach Wilson's still on the team? Yes. He's he's uh, supposed to be mentored by Aaron Rodgers uh, to become the next uh, part of the Aaron <laughs> Rodgers mentorship program. But, it's, uh... yeah. but anyways, yeah, people, we're back. Apologies for the lateness. We just ran into a logistical challenge. Turns out that you can't host streams on Kick via StreamYard. You need like a stream key and just for whatever reason, my user interface didn't connect properly. So um, I got to get that sorted out. But also like they were live anyways on the YouTube. So like whatever. It is what it is. But we will be here every Monday. Uh, it's nice to see all you beautiful faces again. Even Eddie. Big up to my guy. <laughs> um, I actually have the same IS kit. That's what's up. But um, yeah, guys, it's good. I don't think any of our teams lost, right? I guess it depends on if Eddie is claiming the Raiders for this week. Claiming the, he yeah, claiming we'll the Rams? Uh, not claiming the Rams, Eddie? Eddie I mean, do correspondents Eddie, get W's? What's up? Do correspondents get I'm on mute. Yeah. My bad. My yeah. bad. No, yeah, no teams. No teams. I watched yeah. – um, I pretty much watched most of most of all the, the games that were given to me in the local area. Um – yeah, there was a lot of Raiders? bad football on, bro. There was a lot of bad football on. Yes. Did I'm you get Raiders in the late window? Yeah, yeah, we get, we still get Raider games. We still get Raiders. Okay, Raider you games. got Raiders. Not, oh, that's right, you got Raiders Broncos because we got fucking Rams Seahawks. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. That's but yeah, tough. I, it was surprising. That game was probably the more surprising one out of all. Alam of them. and I were talking yep. about it. Like it felt like I watched a lot of things that were not good yesterday in general. Mm. <coughs> I don't it was come a away Sunday game. being like, yeah, I was really entertained other than the chargers losing at the end, which like, mm -hmm. huh? Stop me. If you've ever heard that before, mm -hmm. but yeah, like most of the football I watched, I'm like, these guys are, I don't want to say not in shape, but they're definitely not sharp. 
with like they're what they're not. They're, to do. they're not. So like, there's obviously one less preseason game, which like everybody knows. But they're also the other part of it is that training camps are getting less and less uh, about football. Um, there's a lot more rules uh, preventing practices and whatnot. But then also a lot of teams are getting into the analytics of how often you should practice and whatnot as it pertains to injuries. So like. Mm -hmm. um you're getting less and less practice obviously less preseason games starters are playing less in preseason games for example the eagles starters got a grand total of zero snaps in their preseason so it's just what it is like this football you are legitimately watching preseason football that has the weight of a winner loss that attaches that's attached to it but yeah, it's sloppy stuff all around. I didn't see any sharp football. Even the Chargers-Dolphins game that was entertaining because of the fireworks, it ended where Herbert has the ball, minute 50 to go, two timeouts. It feels like, okay, you should get, you know, you should execute this 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 two-minute drill to get the win. And I thought they uh, would win for sure. But look, even that, an intentional grounding fucks the drive up and ends the game. Like, basically, yeah. intentional grounding in that situation is just the play got fucked up and I panicked kind of a thing, right? So, it's, again, course, that's, yeah. that's preseason shit. It was, oh it was the Chargers the being the Chargers, though. 100%. It, it was just that was it because I'm looking back here. It's a two-point game that you lost, right? Yeah. And at the end of the first half, JC Oh, Jackson, the 40-yard PI. Crazy stupid. Crazy yeah. stupid. Oh, they yeah, bro. The Bills are getting home. My fault. But yeah, it was wait, yeah, but Zach Wilson's around. Zach Wilson's dead ass play? Yeah, yes. hey, bro. Bro, he's the yes. Hey, Aaron, don't look like he's coming back anytime soon, man. Yo, Peter, instead of getting an actual backup, Roger said, yo, bring my mans with me. And then he was ass in training camp, so he's on the practice squad now. It's literally just him and Zach Wilson on the roster. Damn, so Alam, we got to read, we got to revisit our predictions we did last night. 100%. We had the Jets in the, at least the AFC Championship once. So, Eddie, so, by the way. Eddie, initially we did predictions, right, on Alam's channel while we were watching the Sunday night game while Dallas was just, you know, beating. Yeah. The Giants, like, you know. Yeah, beat the dog shit out of them. It, well, it is. So, we had the Jets as the number one seed in the AFC. The Ravens as the two. The um, the Jaguars were four. The mm. Chiefs were three. Mm. The first wildcard team was the Dolphins. The second wildcard team was the Bengals. And the third wildcard team we had was actually the Chargers. Or no 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 no. The first wild card team was the Chargers. Yeah. Second team was the Bengals. Third was mm -hmm. the Dolphins. Okay, so the caveat here, Eddie, is that every team in the playoffs had either eleven or twelve wins. That's how tight the conference is. And then yeah, like, so the yeah. first team we out had, of the playoffs also had eleven wins. So we actually had, I think we had five teams at twelve and five, and two teams at eleven and six. Yeah. We had the yeah, Bills. Yeah. We had the Bills missing the playoffs at eleven and six. Because okay. they lose to the Chargers in our hypothetical week, week 16 game or whenever they play. Yeah, we okay. went to a website that let us put a result in for every game in the whole season. So it was actually like proper for That's whatever. solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we tried our best. No, mind you, we yeah. were picking games literally like within five seconds of, yo, who do you want here? Yeah, um, there was no big debate on who's going to win between yeah, the Bills exactly. and the Chargers in week 16. It's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, we'll get the Chargers this one. So, like, also, we didn't know that Aaron Rodgers' foot was going to explode. playing. So, I've reserved the right to change the prediction table that we did yesterday. And we probably end up with a drastic, like, for example, we had the Jets sweeping the Bills. 
Okay. And if the Bills won either of those games, they go from out of the playoffs entirely to the one seed. It's wild. In our, like, prediction. I'm just, like... So, yeah, we ended up with a really funny table, and then we ended up with three NFC North teams, everybody but the Bears. Oh, don't do that. I don't know about that one. <laughs> hey, Let's you well, say that. You say that, well, but think oh, about the NFC. Yeah, think yeah, you might it. be onto something. You might be onto something. Think about it, though. Really think about it. The South is disgusting. Terrible. Right? The West is like, all right, Seahawks are cool. I like Geno Smith, but, like, let's be serious. The Rams, half their team is rookies, and the Cardinals are just actively not trying to win. Mm. We know the Niners are good. We know that, right? The East, we have the Cowboys and the Eagles, but we saw the Giants. We yeah. saw them. We saw the They're Commanders, not. too. We saw the Commanders with Sam Howell. Yo, they played a competitive football game with Josh Dobbs. That's too much. Yeah. out here getting knocked out. What's his face? Uh, Sam Howell's out here getting thrown around like a rag doll, bro. Against the worst team of football. Crazy. Um, I would have more faith in the NFC West again, though. We had the Seahawks at 9 and 8, the Lions at 9 and 8, and the Vikings at 9 and 8. And the Seahawks lost the tiebreaker. Mm, Do they have a tough schedule, Lions? Um, no, we just don't like them that much. <laughs> nah. So that might be where the bias creeps in, I'll be honest. I feel it. You know the oh, Lions? Ooh, that's a fumble. Ooh, that's another fumble. That's a touchdown. Don't call it dead, people. I guess it's forward progress was stopped. That's what they're gonna say. Wait, um how are, how are they in fourth and twenty one? What happened? Oh yeah, I'm 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 way behind y'all. Um, um, the man of the hour, we're gonna welcome him to the stream, Murtaza. Yeah, <laughs> what's up? Murtaza, oh, how's it going? Good, <laughs> we're talking why, about our season prediction. Laughing? We did why yesterday. I'm the man of the hour. You are the man of the hour because, bro, <laughs> your yeah. segments on this show. It is it a famous Bears run? Are we doing a Bears run? <laughs> you see, don't don't piss me off today because especially you, Eddie, because this is your guy. So you know, I'm just saying. What do you mean? How is that? A, how is that? A, how is that a shot? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's just he's, you know, grasping the straws. I respect. It. Yeah, he's fine, Eddie. He's, remember, he's fine. He's, he's, it's three sixty five for Taz at the moment. He's just swinging, man. He's just seeing what he connects just, at the moment. Yeah, he's throwing yeah, punches he at the air. Yeah. He's just swinging on somebody. He's, he's shallow boxing with a blindfold on at the moment. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, exploding as an insult to Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> to Eddie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't really like it, bro. You know what the thing is? That's actually not good for me because. If the Jets right. do bad and like they're bad this season, the Packers get a really high first round pick. So I need the Jets. Oh, wow. So I'm actually rooting for them. And I'm I like I don't want to disrespect the Bears. Upset. I don't want to disrespect the Bears, but what other what picks other teams have doesn't matter if the Bears can't like get their own shit together. I don't think it matters. Yeah, yeah. well, it kind of does because especially for me, because I get joy out of their misery, so you know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh my God, Josh Allen, what was that? It's one of those things where a pick. It's like it's gonna sound strange, but it's like legit. We're talking about like a high schooler right now, right? Yeah. We're like legit just talking about a high schooler, and it's like there's a bunch of factors that go into this quote-unquote pick 
materializing into anything. Case in point, we just saw Brock Purdy show out, and these dudes spent everything. What the hell was that? That was a great pass to that defender, bro. Hey, he hit him right in stride. YouTube TV. Why are you How so behind? You... Yeah, what's going on, Eddie? Can you fast forward it? Nah, it says live on my joint. Maybe it's because I'm on ABC. Who knows? But hey, I'm not tripping. I don't really care about this game like that now that Aaron Rodgers is out. I'm not even. I'm not even watching. I'm watching the Orioles. Oh, say less. Say less. Um, damn. I mean, shout out to them because I can't remember the last time I saw them dominate the the uh, the AL East the way they hey, have. Man, look, I'll be honest. I'll be so real with you. Until the season is over, I will not get upset about the Ravens. I feel that. I feel that. that's a good. That's that's gay. Yeah, that's good though. That's good for the soul. I just need one team to be good in my life. Like I'm already like I'm already over Chelsea completely. <sighs> Crazy, bro. I hope I had one good team in my life. I just need one team. Two teams, dope. But I really just need one. Yeah. Actually, well, you know the Cubs are good, so I- I'm decent. I'm decent. Honestly, yeah. You don't like don't get wrapped up in the rest of it. But um, Surfer, are you there? Yo, yo, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So. Surfer, in your in your expertly amateur opinion, <laughs> how do you feel in general about the two week break between preseason ending and week one, and just the overall lack of sharpness we've seen? I think it's I think it shows like I'm said at the start. You know, I know they're trying to eliminate more injuries, but this is the NFL, right? You're gonna get injured. Yeah. You're gonna get injured nearly every week, and also, I think I think I don't know. From what I'm seeing in the highlights, I'm not seeing a lot of like great football. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teams getting stomped because I think they're not fit enough, and yeah. they're rubbish. Like the Giants, <laughs> it's I I didn't know there was a two week gap. Is that is that the first time? Is that the first time ever that's been a two week gap between the? No, they did it when they moved no. to 17 games. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, I just noticed the schedule. The schedule. Like teams have played since that... like August 20 something. But the problem is they're not stuck because what and I'm said at the start they're not playing the starters like you said what the Eagles haven't started like the whole haven't taken a snap right um, yeah so our starters did not play any preseason I mean, that's action mad. the Eagles also practice Ooh, a lot less gone. than the other teams oh my God Yo, what is he has gone okay that it's a touchdown wow what a run oh you out here celebrating seventeen you got a block. Yo, Garrett Wilson's a wild boy. What is he doing? You out here. You got a block, 17. <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Yo, Man, New York are... football has the Giants and Zach Wilson. I would die. Can we petition that MetLife Stadium not be an NFL stadium anymore? And Honestly, just yes. The it's and... the turf. Because the you, turf is just You don't it, understand. When I saw it's the just... Eagles had the Giants on the road in the last week of the season, and I thought that's a hypothetical, like, rest your starters game. Actually, was so happy. I celebrated it like a win. Uh, let me it just is. say this right: there's been better WrestleManias at MetLife than there's actually been football <laughs> games in general. Okay, and there's been two of them. That's a bar, two Has taken yeah. more ankles than AI, bro. Legit, like three three Bears Bears players hurt their ankles last year when we were there. I hate it. Um. So by the way, just I, I have the chat pulled up here. A lot mm-hmm. more activity in the chat than I was expecting, but um, no. shout out to everybody in here. Time to shine, Jesse Uptown, Mange, TJ Warren, who says we're already oh, past the Broncos segment. 
we are not yo you can't get it on Streamyard. uh you have to have kick open somewhere else to this watch the chat bullshit. Um, like, TV <laughs> says we're already past the bronco segment right no we're not and i'll nope. be real i don't know if we're gonna have a bronco segment but um yo uh, all I can say is Broncos. I don't know what to tell you. I wish they were better, but they're not. I'm not <laughs> sure what else we're supposed to say. All I can tell you is this: um, count. He better, he better count his days. That's all. He's I'll say gone. That He's gone. He's Ooh. done. The second, Wilson. the second, it's not like a financial tragedy to cut his contract. He's gone. Hey, Bro, we yeah. have we actually have people watching this shit. Holy shit! Big 100%, up to all yeah, of you. yeah. Shout out to uh, Shakar. Who else is in here? Jazz. Yo, we got gang up in no, here. Yo, so Jez. the first don't twenty shout. minutes, we weren't ignoring you guys. We're really sorry. Yeah, like I just shout It's actually on me. Flawless told me to have the chat open beside me, and then I just you know just forgot about you guys. Hey, it's man, on man, me. My bad. Yeah, don't shout out to Jazz for anything, man. Yeah, I take that back. Fuck Jazz. Yeah, fuck Jade's man. Big up TJ in the oh, chat. Yeah, got TJ. Shout Sorry, out TJ. <coughs> oh, that's, uh, that's why he's at. He's a Broncos fan. I forgot. Yeah, no, no. He said slide right past the Broncos segment. We are terrible. Fair enough, bro. We'll we'll, we'll do that. Oh, uh, we weren't gonna yeah. talk. I'll be honest. Yeah, ain't no one cares. Yo, hold up, nah. So Shakar also said, "Are we past the Giants segment?" Yo, we're not having a Giants segment either, man. We'll say this much. They they should be relegated. Um, Daniel you know Jones are who we thought they were. You know, you know yeah, what? They that, should that, probably that, go play in the. I think it's the XFL. Is that what it's called? No, nah, send them to the CFO. Be lit. You know what? CFO. That, that yes, thank you, fans. Post that everybody posts when they get eliminated after the last game of the season. We need to post that for the Giants right now. Hundred percent. Just can you just hang it above the MetLife sign? Do you know what I mean? Because like the point is the problem is not just that they got smoked. That in a vacuum that happened. <laughs> Okay, whatever. The problem for the Giants is there's two teams in your division that are so much more talented and so much more consistent in terms of execution that just the ceiling on anything you want to do is just very fucking low. In line with the point that Peter's making there, the last two times you stepped on a football field, you got baptized by the Eagles in the playoffs, and you got baptized by the Cowboys here to start your season. That point couldn't be any more clear. That is not something that people should be able to escape in that organization and in that fan base. It it the thing is, doesn't it make sense? So, the, while they're having their good time, you just eat shit and go into rebuild, tank, do whatever, yes. eat a bunch of cap, and we then when they're, while their window ends, simultaneously your window can begin, and you can have a bunch of cap space. You can get free agents. You have a high draft picks, all this talented roster, and actually a good quarterback. Because we talked about this on Alam stream. There's nothing worse than paying a mediocre quarterback. Nothing worse. And you're stuck. You can't do anything. Mm. No, Daniel Jones just doesn't I, I someone tell me tell me what he excels at. He's like um Mason Mount. You know what I mean? It's like I bet all this good stuff's up, but he doesn't have the ball in his hands. It's all this good stuff. Like you know. I'll be honest, I'll be so honest. You take the commanders or whatever they're called, the football team. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What are they called now? Commanders. The commanders. Commanders. The worst oh, name in NFL. The worst. It'll be changed NFL. again. There will come a point in time where they have had like okay, four whatever. Names you take the like stupid Washington years. team, right? You take them and you take the Giants. Yes, Washington have a guy who looks like he's in the House of Representatives as quarterback. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious, right? 
But they're yeah, actually going to be so bad in terms of wins and losses that they'll get a high draft pick. The Giants yeah. aren't going to be bad enough to win two games like is necessary to get a chance to draft a generational quarterback. Yep. They're stuck. They're just mm. stuck in the middle. I it think they just is. have to trade up. They just they'll have to like trade up a bunch of draft picks, try to move Daniel Jones on to like a mid-tier team <coughs> who's looking for a bridge quarterback. And then they'll just have to do that because they might make the playoffs. So get like anywhere between the 15th and the 20th pick. Mm-hmm. They'll just have to trade up because it there to be fair, there is a lot of good quarterbacks this draft. There's like a four to five quarterbacks that that are first round worthy like that are worthy of a risk to you know you can build a franchise that's Mm. not a lot though yeah is it is it though it really depends where they go in the draft though because there was a draft where i think a bunch of quarterbacks went in like the top 11 because mertaza think about it think about it right the falcons probably are going to need a quarterback Cardinals definitely going to look in that direction. Okay. Yep. The Bears, depending on what happens there and if they want to shut it down and lose, they might be in a position or whether or not it doesn't even fucking matter. The Panthers are not going to be good. Mm. The Bears are going to have the option if they want. <coughs> yeah. They have the Panthers pick as well as their own capability to not win. Yeah. The Bears might have two top 10 picks. Fuck it. So they could get into the equation if they want to. Right. Now you got to think like how many games are I have the teams up in front of me. The Bucks realistically going to win. We don't fucking I mean, we don't know. It's going to be a low number. I think their vets are going to stop trying progressively as the season goes on. They'll be picking high. Maybe four yeah. four games. Maybe. And then the Texans? Like we know they drafted CJ Stroud. Yeah. So but hold on. The they... Cardinals have their pick. The Cardinals have their pick. The Cardinals are the Texans pick? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. the Cardinals are eating good. Oh, my oh, God. That's they why everyone's playing. That's why. Tyler is gone. gone. They're going to get they're... Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, it's not good then. They might, they might have the top two picks, and then the Bears might have three and four. That's crazy. Oh, that's why they're doing that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't think we'll have three and four. I don't think we'll lose that many games to have. Okay, that I don't actually think it'll happen. But like, if you tell me Murtaza the Bears start one and six and just shut everything down and burn it down again, like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to, to corner the corner, <coughs> corner the quarterback market, I would absolutely do it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Allen looking real funny right about now. Yo, ever since Dayball left that offense, it hasn't been the same. It has not been the same. Peter, I think there's about like four or five teams. There's the Commanders. There's the Cardinals. The Falcons. Potentially, pot- uh, yeah, Falcons. Buccaneers. Potentially the Vikings. They're a sleeper team. I think people uh, – I think the Raiders uh, and yeah. uh, and the Titans. I think those are the teams that are – Yeah, I know Cyber Shop. Obviously, missing. What about the Saints? I know Derek Carr's just got no, but like, I, I don't think the Saints, nah, so, they're not going to be high enough to get so up. Surfer, surfer, I think like objectively, the Saints need a quarterback because Derek yeah, Carr's kind of butt cheeks. But if yeah, you look yeah. at the rest of their division, that has to be the least talented division I've ever seen in the NFL. Like yeah. at any given yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So like, they're I probably... think the Saints will get seven wins and could win the division just rolling out of bed. No. 
Philadelphia. Yeah, so they're they're probably gonna win their division, and they're already at like a draft pick deficit because the Eagles have their second round pick, so they're working oh. from a bad position in the trade market as well. So if it's a competition to trade up, they're losing versus Stop almost with Derek everybody. Carr. <laughs> yeah, they, they're also in cap hell, bro. The Saints. Yep, yep. They have very little assets, so that's just like circumstantially, they're just not probably gonna be able to get up to the top of the draft. Yeah, the thing well, with um. Oh, God. Derek Carr is this. There always comes a point in the game where you need your quarterback to make certain throws, and you just can't count on that guy to be Derek Carr. Throughout the course of a game, yeah, you know, he won't he won't make a whole bunch of mistakes, but he just won't do anything to push the envelope for your team to win, which is unfortunate. Like I saw it with the Raiders all the time. Sometimes it would take like some crazy throw on third and 15 and he wants to take the safe route and check it down to the running back to see if they can get 10 to 15 yards. And it's just like, we're not here for that. We need you to push the ball down the field or make those tight window throws past the sticks. And he's just not the guy for that. So, and they, they, I think defensively they're okay. But I think, you know, they were playing Ryan Tannehill. So it's yep. like, what type of threat does he really give you? Um, they shut down Derrick Henry to a degree, um, which was dope of them. Um, Hop- Hopkins didn't really go off like that. But I think they'll be like a 10-7 and seven type team. And, uh, yeah, that's what I think they're talking about, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Aaron because of their division. Yeah. So I, I by the way, I, I finally saw ref. the right replay. I finally saw the right replay to show what happened to Rogers. It's definitely his ankle, <coughs> his foot got caught in the turf and just bent the wrong way. And they put I saw yeah. that same ankle in a boot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also their... they just they just said that um his x-ray came back and it's negative on the ankle, which could potentially okay. mean it's a ligament and possibly his Achilles. Oh, well, that's the, uh, that's the I have the, I have the I have the still shot. I could put it up right now. First season in New York. Let me see what Pro Football Doc is saying. Here, I'll um, show this. Let me see. Uh, where'd you send it? You sent it Here. on Twitter. I shared it. I shared it. Look at that. Okay, hold up. So, so yeah, this yeah. Is what see, that's what like. I saw. Yeah, see, that foot wasn't working. Ooh. Yes. That just was not moving oh, afterwards. No, baby. What is he doing? Uh, not yeah. good. Can we, yo, yo, can we take that off the screen you, and not you zoom zoomed in, on in yeah. enough. You zoomed in enough. Yeah, I was just showing you. I don't know. Jesus Christ, this guy's a crazy person. Yeah, so that's at least six weeks. He fears the worst. That's yeah, might be funny. season. But right. so he says the outbreaks would be expected to be negative. Doesn't ease my season-ending fears below. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm honestly, I'm honestly thinking about whether you can charge an actual field with uh, assault and battery. Do you know what I mean? That may, you should be able to like bring a civil suit to that field. No, they have I mean, a week seven bye week, and their game out of the bye is at New York Giants. Jesus! Oh Christ. my God! This turf is not done with him, brothers. <coughs> no, no, and it's and it, you know what though? Honestly, it's gonna sound messed up when I say it, but this is what them cheap ass owners get. No, it's facts. It's facts, though. Facts. 
the only reason it's a- not natural grass on every on every single stadium is because it's it's cheaper to play on turf. Gets yep. oh you lucky, bro. You should have got wow. you got smacked. Like it's it's so true though. You have these multi billion pound corporations, right? Basically running as NFL teams, and these guys oh, don't want to dedicate twenty to thirty thousand dollars over the course of a season to maintain a. <coughs> Especially That's when you think about it, that they're only going to be used like for four months of the year. They're only yeah, going to be used yeah. for four months. And, but half, that, half that time, you're well, putting right? hundreds of millions of dollars of salaried players on the field every week to play eight, your game uh, for eight or nine games a season. Yeah, like yeah. it would behoove you as the owner of anything to make sure you have the best facilities possible. Right. You know what's going to make this situation seem worse? Because for the World Cup, a lot of these fields are going to become grass because the football players are demanding it and will not step on these turf fields. So I think when the NFL players see the NFL, or not the owners of the teams, but necessarily the owners <coughs> of the stadiums appeased to the FIFA World Cup, that might bring the, the situation to a different light. Yeah, that could be what it takes. Well, the, yeah. the, the NFL players union's the worst. Uh, They'll be like, "Yo, you changed it for Kai Havertz, but not me." What the hell? Yeah, yeah but you, I mean, what are you gonna do when it's like a cartel? All the owners together, like they don't, uh, they don't solidarity in the NFL, man. Like between the players, they'll play. Yeah, all the players union sucks in the NFL, man. Yeah, the NFL yeah. PA is dog shit. Look at the NBA PA; no, like they're cool. on top of shit. The NFL PA is dog shit. But you have so many – the thing is you have, like, so many varying salaries and economic situations that it's kind of hard to have every single player be lock and step unless somebody – some of them just, like, want to understand that for a couple months, like, this lifestyle you've been living, you can't maintain. And yep. sometimes the players are for it. A lot of times they aren't, though. And it just that's what it comes down to, unfortunately. Like these guys not really understanding the gravity of the sacrifice they're gonna have to make because like what they signed off on was a joke. Um and you know it'll just and, and it'll continue unless something drastic happens. And I and I just saw the picture of the uh the new NFL PA guy with the um with Goodell sitting up top, I don't think there's going to be any of that because at least, for example, like DeMaurice Smith didn't necessarily like the commissioner, but he had to work with him. Yeah. I think so much propaganda has been made on what the NFLPA guy can do that they're just looking for someone who can be like buddy-buddy with him. Yeah. And so they take small wins as, as – um, as larger than life kind of things, and it's like you guys didn't don't get tested for for THC and all that, but like, what are we really talking about here? You know, what did that's yeah. what y'all fought for? That was the priority, and it's like it's not the priority, but I feel like it's all they can really muster up because of how diverse the minds are in that room. Yeah. You know, the league always have has the leverage or the fact that. If something comes down to the to a vote, there's the vast majority of the players need the check month to month because they're not in a position to just sit back and not make any money for an extended time period and continue whatever their lifestyle is. A lot of the league guys in the league, the 
bottom 15 of the roster. They're not making big money and they're not guaranteed to have a job at any point in the next one to two years. So yeah, the votes are always going to go a certain way. And when that's the, the context to the situation, there is, you know, a, a lot of leverage that you have when you have these discussions. I, I've heard of situations where during lockouts where some of the higher paid players in the league would have to set some money aside to essentially give to teammates. That's not really a circumstance that anybody wants. Mm. Oh, that's a good return. I, I got to say, I enjoy the conversations that we have when we just yeah. don't really plan shit. I find them more interesting than let's talk about this game. Let's Facts. talk about this game. Facts. To, to put it all under one umbrella, guys, there was not enough good football played this week for me to feel justified to go really in-depth about something. Yeah. And it's also the first week. Yeah. We're going to be here all season. The main topic, unfortunately, seems to be, like, injuries. Yeah. Which, like, I wish was not the topic, but we understand the sport that we watch, right? Yeah. Right. You know, so it is, it is – it sucks. It is what it is. Um, my fantasy running back curse continues. I'm sorry, J.K. Dobbins. Man, but, um, that's tough. That's a tough one. Yep. yep. But, um, you know, like – Fuck. It, it, it sucks. I hope Aaron Rodgers is not out for forever. <coughs> I can see it, though, because I'm looking at that, at that twist. It doesn't look it good. It doesn't look good at all. Yeah, it doesn't it's... look good, Chief. I will say that. I'm saying I hope. I'm not saying I think he'll be back anytime remotely soon. I don't know. Yeah. And to, to put this in a bigger context, right? He's of his age. I think he turns 40 in like December or something like that, right? And he said himself that he was 95% retired this offseason. And really, the Packers talking shit like not his words, those are mine, is the reason he's back. So now something like this happens at his age. Seriously, what do we think is going to happen? Like maybe he might have some fire (laughs) that makes him want to play. But what do we think is going to happen now? Do you know what makes me laugh about Aaron Rodgers? The man yeah. has always tried not to be Brett Favre, but he's Brett Favre 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> he's wasting the Jets' money. He's wasting the Jets' summer. money. He's gone to the Jets. He's getting injured now. He's, he's, he's Brett Favre. All he needs is a Zach jeans. Wilson. Oh, he's my goodness. Advert. That's all he needs. He needs a jeans advert to decide whether he's retiring in the summer or not for next year. Um, four years oh, old. my. I just saw that pick. Put his old buddies. Uh, okay, at least he delivered. Oh, there's a, hit. a flag. Yo, oh, how do we get that on TV? Wilson. Hold up. How do we get that on TV? Did you see what happened? I missed this something. guy's gonna give the bird on TV. That's hilarious. Hold Ooh. up. What is this penalty? Is this Zach Wilson getting a 15 yard helmet to helmet penalty as the guy making the hit? If no, so, that's hilarious. Showboating. showboating? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So you can't showboat sense. against Zach Wilson, man. Where's the where's the honor in that? I mean, I mean it's the Bills. That's all they do. I've I never know, really been still, but going back to Aaron Rodgers, um, I know what it said about the X-ray uh, didn't show anything, but I I don't I don't remember, I mean, they need to do another X-ray in like twenty four hours or something. See what the actual extent of the. You have to get him in an MRI machine once, like all that stuff goes down. That can take a while. Exactly, because we 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 often know. Because remember, we always talk about football players. Oh oh, yeah, he was. um, He walked away. He was fine. Then twenty four hours, forty hours, you suddenly get reported he's out for like six months or something or something like that. So I'd wait for that. 
it's obviously not a break, so we're looking like it. Because did he walk? He walked off, right? Did he walk off? He was carted oh. to the back. Cut, oh, cut yeah. I don't know. The, the body. He's older in it. Whether he wants to do it again, do you know what I mean? Like you said, yeah. He was ninety-five percent done. He just got his ego just got bashed. You know what I mean? And by the yeah. hackers. So this is an ego move, really. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, money talks at the end of the day. Let's see what happens. Well, let's let's wait and see what we can discuss it further. We know how long he's out for, really. You know what I mean, so one of those. And I mean, just to add some context to the situation, this is a guy that took a pay cut. So I think something like this is should put pay cuts, you know, into the right lighting because this is the risk of what happens when players just give the owners back their money in the name of making the team better. And then this happens. Like, I wonder how he feels about his decision personally at this point. But we'll see, man. He uh, helped build Zach Wilson's team for this year, potentially. And we'll see how far that goes. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's unfortunate, man. It's like I, wanted, I want my team to be great, but I'm playing this game that's so unforgiving that yep. for me to leave money on the table is a disservice to, to myself. Like. You never know how many, unfortunately, with this game, you never know how many cracks of the apple you're going to get at it. Yep. Like, it's, it's, um, sorry to bring it up, but it's like, imagine like a guy like, um, JK Dobbins. Um, hey, man, facts. It's crazy. He tore his ACL, worked his butt off to get right, um, be there for his team. And in the first game, in a game where, if we're being honest, it wasn't the best showing from the offense. You know, I nope. think, I think the one person in particular who you can look at and say like he can hold his own with Zay Flowers because they can just you just see that he's going to be a problem. He's really going to be a problem. Um, yeah, for him to tear his Achilles of all things is so tough, man. It's so That's the hardest injury to get back from. As an and, and did you yeah. guys hear him talking about his contract in the offseason? He, he um I think he was holding out of something earlier in the offseason and then he yep. showed up but then maintained that obviously he wants a new deal. And he has this weird passion for being like a weather caster. So he was on TV, I think, in the local Baltimore area doing the weather. At some point they asked him about That's it. Hilarious. He's like, he was just talking about it, like, look. Um, this is a business, as we saw with Lamar. Like sometimes contract situations aren't the best, but yeah, you know, I came back from ACL. I played a few games, but I'm stepping back on a football field, and I, f- I feel like I can get a deal. I want one. Um, obviously, it sucks to see a player. I think have such in a weird, like in hindsight, such an apt understanding of their situation and the importance of getting a deal done. Who tried to do what he could do to get a deal done. Ultimately, yeah. didn't get one, and then steps on a field. Actually, plays well, and then tears his Achilles, and it's just a, it's a rough situation. Definitely a, a likable player and guy from everything we we've seen. So, right. sucks, but we'll have to see. That's just the life of the NFL. It's jarring, man. Yep. It's jarring. It's just you never know. You never truly know. And he was one of those players who I like always was a fan of just because of what he did in college, the way he Same. ran hard. Um, yeah. And the way he was, the way he started out in the league, you thought he was going to be one of those special ones, you know? And yeah, it's just, it's just unfortunate. So we'll see how they recover. I think with the, uh, with the Ravens, 
I, I think it was just one of those things. And I think with the Ravens, I think with the, the Bengals, um, all these offenses that look net. Can I, I can think I talk he, about it? Can I talk about it? Yeah, yeah. I think me yeah. personally, I think it's just preseason. Can I, this is like, like the fourth I preseason. Game. Like with teams like the Bengals and the Ravens who aren't playing starters, it's gonna look kind of nasty. But I just want to say, as a as a division, that was the worst offensive oh, wow, showing yeah. I've ever seen from AFC North teams because. While the Ravens scored 25 points, it was nasty. It was nasty. It was, it was real nasty bad. 25. Yeah, it, was it was 25 feeling like 14. Right? Yep. We saw the Bengals, <laughs> what they did. Even the Browns. They won because the Browns have a good run-blocking scheme and have Nick Chubb. Yep. Deshaun Watson was sitting back there, rolling to his left, trying to hit Bengals players in their numbers. It was not good. Also, that guy getting a quarter million guaranteed is insane, but, like, whatever. They got to figure that out. Uh, the Steelers, Kenneth Pickett, never trust Ooh, a quarterback who wears gloves on his throwing. Uncomfortable conversation. Hey, man, I said it yesterday. Don't wear, never trust a quarterback that wears gloves, bro. Hey, man, you can't trust those guys. You can't trust them. Not to be trusted. But, um, no, just the, all the offenses in the North just looked horrible or, like, offbeat or just – it looked like a preseason game, but, like, nobody told him it was a real game. Yep. It looked like that. And I'm just like, yo, obviously we can't be this bad all season because I swear to God, if our offense is that bad all season, I'm not watching by like – if the Orioles <laughs> don't win the World Series and we don't pick it up, I'm not going to watch. Sorry. I'm not doing it. I watch sports to be entertained now. I'm not suffering through 14 to 10 games. Greg Roman's no longer here. There's no need for that. All right? Thanks. So pick it up or you lose my support. Does that make me a Fairweather fan? Maybe. I don't give a shit. It is what it is. But no, the North, hey, man, pick it up. That was disgusting. I know two of the teams won, and good for you, but Jesus Christ. It was a lot of wins this week that didn't feel like wins. That's what I'll say. Yeah, like, they probably just had to go, like, wash the stench off after. My God. Yep. Like, man. But, yeah, the Bengals, three points. Their line Ooh, getting dominated. 83 yards yeah. passing, was it? Hey, yeah. yo. Alam touched on it, but and he uh, first, Burrow was getting first his, first downs apparently. Okay, six first downs. Uh, Burrow was getting his calf worked on during the game. Yeah. Why is he yeah, playing football? Out, he hasn't played a single snap in preseason. Joe yeah, Burrow, he hasn't been practicing up until I yeah. think a few days ago. Why is he playing football? This is week one. This is where just like sometimes I look at franchises and you can just see that they're loser ass franchises. Yeah, week yeah. one does not matter if you're potentially making your quarterback less healthy for the end of the season where shit really actually does matter. Like, in the Dolphins, yeah, when the Dolphins were rushing to play Tua on Thursday night football after a concussion, loser organization shit. Burrow is out here clearly no, no, nothing close to healthy. Road game against Cleveland, team he struggles against, game you tend to lose, um, bad <coughs> weather, your offensive line has new players. Just dumb as hell for him to be playing. And, of course, he plays in a way that it wasn't worth it in the first place. The backup may as well have been out there if that's what you were going to produce. It's just stupid shit. But yeah, there's a lot of things happening at the same time here in terms of the preseason being shortened, the break that Peter mentioned of the two weeks between preseason and the regular season. That is something I don't think I've seen spoken about, but the situation there is obviously with going to 17 games, they dropped a preseason game. They want to start the regular season at the same point. They don't want to move that. And then 
So you have to choose the preseason. Do we move it back a week so that the, the schedule maintains the same? And like you go from the preseason one week later to the regular season. If you did that, you would move the preseason away from the Hall of Fame game, which is, I think, the reason why they chose to start the preseason as if, you know, it was a regular four game preseason that creates that two week gap which I think is, you know, not something that benefits this all. So a lot mm-hmm. of things have happened in the last couple years with regards to like data and stuff and understand like what teams think impacts non-contact injuries and then even like that becoming a thing that results in less practicing. I know the Eagles in particular, they they have data that suggests that a lot of the non-contact injuries in practice or even just like muscular injuries in practice happen on a third day in a row of, of, of practicing. So the Eagles don't ever practice three days in a row. It's two days and then a break. Shit like that, I'm pretty sure it's becoming more and more common in the league. So you're starting to just not see teams be prepared from the beginning. I remember last year, like the Eagles were ultimately a team that was were one of the better teams in football. But week one last year, we looked terrible. Uh, we played a Detroit team that didn't have anything going at the beginning of the year. Beat them 38 to 35, very easily could have lost that game. That's kind of just how the tone has been set for this season. Like the Chiefs did lose their game. The Bengals did lose their game. The Seahawks lost to a team they had no business losing to. The Eagles almost lost. Um, there's a rough. Oh, that's one sh- team I gotta talk about, though. I gotta, you know, I mean, I don't understand. Um, I get Jalen Hurts is a runner, right? I, I get that he has that in his kind of. Um, yeah. His, you know, his his buildup as a quarterback, but the way I saw him throwing the ball, I just thought they'd have a bit more trust in what he's able to do than have him run on third and seventeen a quarterback draw. Yeah. I would have thought we're past that point with him as a quarterback after because he showed he could do something last season for me. I don't think you know he's like a. I think he's a. I think he's above average throw of the ball now. I think he's really worked on it. And I think that it helps having guys like Devonte and, and, and AJ. And I thought that they would have utilized. I don't know how many snaps Perry got, but I saw that Gainwell. Oh, is that his name? Pe- Penny wasn't active. Eddie he Penny was, was okay, inactive. So that's a, yeah, that's okay. That makes sense now. Okay, so that's what. It, so so a, a few things happen for the Eagles, right? <clears throat> First thing is. Our offensive coordinator is brand new to being an offensive coordinator in the NFL, Mm -hmm. and he's our play caller. So the way it worked with our head coach is he's an offensive coach, but in the middle of his first year, he made the call that play calling is something that stops him from doing other things he could do as a coach during game day. So he handed the play calling responsibilities. I I interrupt this program for an important announcement. You can get right back to it. Murtaza, you know how you said you were worried about that pick that the Packers get? Yep. It's only a first rounder if he plays seventy percent of the snaps. Oh, so if he okay. misses, it's a second round pick. It's it's only a first if he plays seventy percent of the snaps or over. Yeah. So I don't know what it is in the other case, but if he misses like six games, and this is me doing nigga math real quick, after basically missing this one, then that's impossible. Yep, yep. that's true. That's true. That like, that's carry on, carry on. good growth. Also, this that's this sucks for the Packers man. too. That okay. sucks for the Packers too. But yeah, yeah, um, 
so yeah, our offensive coordinator obviously does the play calling. The guy who we ha we've had calling the plays for the last couple of years, he's no longer here. Our quarterbacks coach got promoted. So that so this was his first play calling game in the NFL. I don't think he did a particularly good job. There was some things he did yeah. that were okay, but there were some issues, right? The second part of it is that Bill Belichick was wilding, was wilding that game. Tony Romo during the second half uh, or during the second quarter. Uh, basically drew up the play that the Patriots ran defensively. And he said, look, I've actually never seen this before in my whole life, right? And it kind of helps me like understand some of the observations I had because after the game, Devontae Smith said a lot of the time during that game, we actually had no idea what the coverage was, was going was gonna to be for, uh, for the Patriots. We had no understanding of what was going on. They were disguising things really well. We had like... Basically, Devontae Smith said we were seeing ghosts. Like he said this the Sam Darnold shit without saying it, right? And <clears throat> I noticed that Jalen Hurts in the second half, I think he was impacted by what he saw in the first half in terms of not being able to accurately understand what was going on with the defense. Because I felt like he was just locking into his first option and just letting it fly regardless of what happened. Now, that didn't result in some of the bad stuff that sometimes you see that resulting in because ultimately he's a good quarterback. But I saw him miss some wide open guys and lock into other guys. I saw him forcing it into tight windows that he didn't have to. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think the whole offense, Jalen Hurts, part of that, frankly, just they they weren't matching up to the Patriots mentally or like schematically. The Belichick coach circles around our offensive staff. Um, a lot of our younger players on the offense, I think, learned a lot after this game. I'm pretty happy that this game happened oh early God. in the year because everything Belichick put on tape, we'll, we'll get past that by the end of the year. But yeah, no, the Eagles, like, we out-talented New England. They out-coached mm -hmm. our coaches by a lot. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. what you saw in the way of Jalen Hurts. Like, that was not a normal Jalen Hurts game, even just in terms of what he wanted to do on a football field. Like, they mm -hmm. had us playing safe and i think that was dictated by the fact that we were up 16 nothing early so but you're up 16 nothing early and frankly you don't actually even understand what you're seeing defensively you just go fuck it let's play it safe let's just not throw a pick and get them back in this game uh, and that ended up being a pretty bad decision so it, yeah no i know what you mean it was a it was a very very frustrating game from that standpoint i'm happy we got the win I don't think we'll see a defensive coordinator like Belichick ever again this year. Oh, um, yeah. And I think, again, like I said, whatever gets put on tape from this that other teams think is effective against our offense, we'll have to figure out how to counter that stuff by the end of the year. So, like, all the things Belichick figured out to bother us, I'm glad it's out now because by you know by december by january hopefully we have good counter punches to all of it but yeah 100 it was a it was a, not a fun game to watch as an eagles fan it 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 wasn't and it was like you could tell um you could just tell the preseason nature of a lot of these teams the ones i think what was apparent was the one, the teams who you can kind of, I think the only team, honestly, that you, the only two teams you can say, actually, I'll give them three. I'll say the Dolphins, the Niners, and the Cowboys were the most impressive. Because They're the for most me, ready to play football. Yeah, for me, when it came to the Dolphins, like, that Tua to, 
Tyreek connection is already looking like it's about to be a problem. You know, in a short sample size, it was a problem, but now it's really like, it's like, what do you have? Like 10 catches, 210 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. Tua had um, and then you look at what he plus. did. Huh? Tua had 450 plus. 450 plus, and you look at how he spread the wealth. He spread the wealth with everybody else. Like, you knew Tyreek was going to be the guy who would win a lot of his matchups, but there was some little short-ass receiver that he was getting involved with in the, in the clutch moments of the game. Um, Waddle had, you know, his yak yards and stuff like that. So it was just impressive all around from their offense. The running game is something that they're going to have to address. I don't think the running game has the type of players that they need. I think they need somebody who honestly is just a bruiser. And they got too many guys who can just who just need space. I think they need somebody who can at least walk the safeties. They up. got track stars. Yeah, they got a, a bit too many. Like it's they got a, bit a relay overkill. team in the running back room and the wide receiver room. Yeah. It makes sense in the wide receiver room, but yeah. the relay the relay is a bit different if you ask me and when it comes to the running back. You need a a bit more of a variety, I'd say. Um, your point about Tua spreading, uh, spreading the the yardage out amongst different receivers. Um, I think the key thing there is that the Chargers, from what I saw, like I, I, I've listened to some like analysis of that game. The Chargers were trying to double team Tyreek. That was the plan. It's not a complicated thing to figure out when you play Tyreek Hill. Like, hey, we need to double team this guy. Um. But the Dolphins basically consistently made them pay for doing so. They made them have to put him in single coverage, and then that's when they really got things going. So that's the scariest part of a situation like this because everyone's odd, like uh, initial assumption in this kind of a situation is like, do what you got to do to take a player away. But if they're going to consistently punish teams for taking Tyreek Hill away, that's when they really become a scary team. And again, like the running game has to get figured out. Obviously, you need Tua to be on a football field for the – december january february stretch of your season but yeah they have a lot of the the foundational like parts of a very good team figured out they just need to get some of the other stuff right yeah it's they're a really good team and i think looking at this bills team and looking at that that Dolphins team, their offense is good enough to where they don't have to be the type to shut shut somebody down you know, yeah. for three three fourths of the game. Yeah. If they have the ability to consistently score about thirty to twenty seven points a game, yeah. They they they'll be real dangerous. They really will. Cause I'm looking, like I said, like just looking at this at this Bills attack, um it's they got a bunch of pieces, but they're not all working in unison. And that might be again I'm just thinking at, at a face level, right? I think maybe they'll improve as the season goes along, but it's looking like the Jets are about to be going through it. You know because what? I didn't, yeah, that boot, you got 100%. that boot, that's at least six weeks. I think that's at least six weeks. You know what, boys? It's been an hour. I'm going to love and I'm going to leave. I have a six-a-side game to go to. So uh, big up to everybody. Everybody tapped in. We will be here Monday. We'll be here earlier. Uh, technical, unforeseen circumstances. We'll call it that, you know. Mm-hmm. Difficulty sounds a bit strong, but that's what it was. 
You will see some sort of amalgamation of us five plus Jez, maybe. But I think that nigga has school or something, so he's not here. I think I, I, I think Surfer also said fuck Jez, so I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe what is not. this man? We're trying to. All right, of, maybe I said maybe kind of, kind of a Daniel Jones joining this gridiron bottom row. So <laughs> so big crazy. up to all of you. Um, That's crazy. Continue supporting. You know, uh, follow us <clears> on Kick. We'll get monetized soon. Uh, we might bring you watch-alongs down the road, but not until we can decipher who's, who's cheeks and who's actually good. Facts. Right. Well, big up to you guys. Big up, everybody. Dope. Dope. Um, Yo, uh, by the way, um, yeah. can we talk about the Seahawks game? Because I think that yeah, is yeah. I- I'm down. I'm down. Um, Bro, yes. I- I was- I'm just going to start with this. How did that defense let up that many points, especially that second? Let me see. Who's their defensive coordinator? Because they lost their old defensive coordinator from last year to Philly this year. So I got to see who they hurt. Maybe who? Clint Hurt. Hurt. That's his name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Let me look up this guy. I think they just promoted him. Okay, so this guy has been a defensive line coach for four years prior to this year with them, and then he was on the Bears for three years as an assistant defensive line coach and outside linebackers coach. That's interesting. I mean, I surely didn't look like he did a good job, right? My concern with that game is, like, you added to your secondary from last year, which was solid, and then you couldn't deal with Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. Like, what, what is going on Ooh. here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tutu Atwell, who? Puka Nakua, fifth round pick rookie. Bro, Not... legit, it it's it doesn't make sense. They have two of the best safeties in the game. Yep. Right? They have Tariq Woolen, who was arguably defensive rookie of the year last year. And yeah. they got Devon Witherspoon with the fifth overall pick, who is an amazing corner in college. And they have a Kobe know, Bryant wearing him. eight. They have a Kobe Bro, Bryant I... wearing number eight. Like how? They they paid big money, big Yo. money for Draymond Jones. Yo. They have they have a decent linebacking core with Brooks and Wagner. Like, what's yep. going on? Yep. Yo, here's the thing too, right? It's not like the Rams could run the ball. The Rams were struggling to run the ball. They didn't um have to get forced to respect the run and that opened things up down the field. They were just getting shredded. And I'm actually at this point, I I'm very careful to not overreact to week one, especially considering how much it's like preseason at this point. But like, I was very discouraged by that Seahawks performance because that's inexcusable. That is too far gone. A lot of good teams played sloppy football. A lot of good teams had things to clean up. This is beyond just having things to clean up. You should not be getting shredded by random guys, by Matt Stafford, and you can't. They, they, uh, that team can't even run the ball. Um, from the other side of it, right? Geno Smith had, I think, about 120 yards passing or something like that against a defense that has Aaron Donald and just like a bunch of young G's. Like this, this was a terrible, terrible game of football from them. And I, I was really optimistic for them this year. Um, I don't know about them. Like I really don't know what to expect. I think it, that game feels like this, this, this might be a nine and eight kind of a team that I didn't expect. Bro, the thing is, right? What the thing doesn't make sense about Gino is, bro, their receiver, uh, the the Ram secondary is dog shit. They're yeah. horrible. And bro, you have DK Metcalf's, 
Tyler Lockett and JSN. You drafted him with the 20th overall pick. Yeah. You have Ken Walker and uh, who's the other running back? Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet, who they drafted in the second round. So two running backs drafted in the second round two years in a row. Yeah. With all of them weapons on offense. That's why I said, bro, again, going back to the Daniel, Daniel Jones thing, you don't pay mediocre quarterbacks. You just don't do that. Like, it's – yeah, it's going to be cute for a while. It's, they're going to be nice, and he was for the majority of last year. But now it's showing why you don't do that. Because, yeah. bro, 112 yards to, to fucking Jackson Smith and Jigba, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett? What? Yeah. That's, that's awful. That's actually awful. No, it, it, it didn't make – like, it was such a crazy showing from them, from a team who – you know, really felt like this was supposed to be their time to take off. I think, like you said, Tutu Atwell and the other brother giving you over 110-plus receiving yards. Um, you getting shut down by a defense that traded away Jalen Ramsey and lost a bunch of other starters, I'm sure. I think they lost Leonard Floyd to the – I'm going to pull up the depth the Bills. chart. To the Bills. The Bills. I'm pull up this defensive he's, depth He's the chart. one that's like Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, it's just not good enough. And then you wow. contrast that with the – then you have to ask you not contrast, but you have to add on to the fact that it was a division opponent. Facts. That was your home game against a division opponent. So, yeah, it, it's not looking good for the start. And they don't, they don't have the um, – they don't have the, the wiggle room, in my opinion, to be – to be losing games like that. Cause I'll be real with y'all. Like it's just the first week, but I'm really high on the, um, on the Detroit lions. I think their calling card and what will make them unique is their level of physicality. Um, I think you take that and then you put into consideration that, like we said, you had the, the, the Vikings are always going to be competitive. Um, but whether or not they win these competitive games like they did last year will be the question. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, they're going to lose them. So there's, yeah. And then again, you're dealing with your, it looks like you're going to be competing with the Rams. And my rule has always been simple when it comes to these divisional games take care of home field. Yeah. Whatever happens on the road is a plus, but you cannot lose your divisional home games. Those are the ones you can't afford to lose. Because you lose those ones, and then next thing you know, you next thing, let's say you're, uh, I don't know what other, you know, divisional matchups there are. I mean, uh, you know, like how they go AFC East, uh, NFC South. You could have yeah. harder games yeah. other than your divisional opponents. And, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't, especially if they lose at LA. Yeah, yeah. man, it's bad. It's bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's they, that's they have the thing, AFC right? North. They have the AFC North this year. Yeah, like that's there's Ooh. no easy game in the AFC hey, North. Eddie, Eddie, I got the the Rams defense pulled up here, right? So let's look at the secondary real quick. Akello Witherspoon got cut by the Steelers, one of the worst yeah, secondaries. He in used to play last year. for the Niners too. That's yeah. crazy. Scrub, scrub, right? Jordan Fuller. This means he's a sixth round pick in 2020. Then you got a seventh round pick from 2022, a sixth round pick from 2022. And a fourth round pick from 2022. I don't know who these guys are. Who is Russ East? Who is Darion Kendrick? I know Kobe Durant. 
But like these are just guys. These are just guys. Yeah. Um, it's ugly. It's that's ugly. That's terrible. And here's the thing, right? I heard about it from like I heard some Rams, somebody who covers the Rams talking about like, look, this team doesn't really have talent, but McVeigh's looking forward to this year to like kind of proving people wrong about the talent in the in but like that was in the sense of like look this team isn't one of the worst teams in football they're gonna be like not that bad they'll be like below average kind of a thing and that was the upside but then like this for this to happen is i'm pretty sure even a bigger uh like it's it's better than the rams themselves thought they could be so yeah if you're seattle man especially the fact you have a established coach that has a, a good resume like there's really not a lot of excuses you just look at the players and think maybe we overrated some of these guys um and yeah i don't know like we'll see we'll have to keep an eye on that defense if a, the defensive coordinator turnover runs into like this or results in this many bad things then it just goes to show that they were being coached up last year and some of these guys aren't that good Nah, bro, you're you're spitting. You're you're spitting like it's. It makes no sense. Yep. If if this if this team doesn't do good, and I think more than that, it's the quarterback. Because I mean, I haven't really watched film or anything like that, or even the highlights or any coverage on that. But yeah. it sure looks to me it's definitely the quarterback, because it's not like they didn't attempt to throw the ball. Yeah. They, they throw the. There was, he was sixteen for twenty six. You're yeah. only getting a hundred and twelve yards out of that. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and it's, one of their one of the, one of their tackles got hurt in the game, and I saw that basically he might miss some time. And they're looking into signing Jason Peters to take his spot. And I'm just looking at this like, are we signing forty two year olds to figure this these situations out? Like, it just looks like a mess up there. Yeah. And like Murtaza, you you uh you brought the point up on the stream yesterday that like. This is a team that had the fifth overall pick and the 20th overall pick, right? So they had the uh, option to, like, reinforce a young roster by getting the quarterback of the future, right? You have the assets to get whatever quarterback you want in that draft. You chose to draft nobody. And now you're going to have to live with whatever you get from Geno Smith because he's probably going to keep you out of the spots to actually get a good quarterback. But if he's not that guy himself, then that's, you know, you've trapped yourself in the same position the Giants kind of trapped themselves with. Now, for what it's worth, I think their roster is a lot better than the Giants. But that being said, your quarterback ultimately becomes your cap. So uh, a game like this, man, a home game against the rival, this kind of stuff can't happen. Bro, if I was them, I'm trading up to the number one overall pick. I'm sending pick five and 20. Give yeah. me those two. Yeah, Take those and give me Bryce Young or give me CJ yeah. Stroud, whoever you yeah. want. Bro, imagine him throwing to the all to all those guys, like yeah. bro, like it just, yeah, man. I, I, I <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna reiterate this, bro. Paying average quarterbacks is the worst thing you could do, bro. You'd rather go backwards because paying average quarterbacks, it's like for me, it's like you're you're right in the middle. That's what that's the worst place to be. Yeah, you'd yeah. rather be at the, at the bottom or at the front. You like. Being in the middle sucks. It's it's the yeah. worst thing in the NFL, and yeah, that's yeah. where they are. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, what was it called? Um, the Eagles general manager was actually talking about this, about how, like, 
he would rather construct a team that's going to be a contending team that falls apart and then is bad so that you can build that next contending team. And like he pointed out how like the last two times the Eagles had really high picks. Uh, We drafted Lane Johnson that obviously went on to become like a Hall of Famer at a prime position that really helped our team. And then the other time we picked really high, we traded back with Miami so that they could get Waddle. So then we turned that into two picks that we turned into like Devontae and I think Jordan yeah, yeah, yeah. Davis, right? So it's like you basically you when you're bad, you can quickly pivot to becoming good, right? It's that you, you have the resources. It's just about getting the player evaluations right. But um, when you're in the middle, you don't have that possibility. So it's tough. Like it's you should never strap yourself into that. Obviously, and being ambitious is one thing, but you should you should make calculated risks because the Giants were a playoff team last year. Um, they should have recognized that they were a playoff team with very little upside and not put themselves in a position where they're buying into it into a roster that got ultimately blown out by 31 points in a playoff game or down 28 in the first uh the first half right like that's not ambition to can to to build continuity off that team but um yeah just again like a lot of these people put really bad people in positions they put their friends in positions um people's kids get jobs and that's why you end up with these some like general managers that are really scrubbed bro um i'm really yeah, interested to see how their season goes because it could look real bad yeah yeah it no j- jo- real, real jo- bad. jobs are on the line for a lot of people uh Brees yeah. is, is taking a screen pass for like 20 yards on my screen in front of me um i just saw that I feel so bad for him, man. I feel so bad for him and Garrett Wilson. This was supposed to be this was supposed to be such a good year for them. I feel um, bad for Sauce, bro. Oh, I feel. Imagine bro, I feel what bad he for... was doing, what all off season, and then had the handshake, bro. They're yeah. actually cursed, you know. The Jets are yeah, cursed. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yo, think about how many Jets fans were like throwing had a party lined up for today, and like all the people that are getting together. You know how many, yo, especially like, you know, it's New York, it's Long Island. They've got like 15 people in a garage around the TV to watch the game and shit. <laughs> you know it went all bad quickly. That's <laughs> hella bad. It's hella funny, though. They, they, yeah, it was supposed to be a party, dog. They really, I feel bad for New York, man. I really do. Cause it's like four snaps. You, they can't go anywhere and not see terrible. Mm-hmm sport play like whether it's the Yankees, the Mets, the Knicks, the Nets. The Nets. Yeah. Or yeah, the Giants and the oh man. Oh man. Why? Second and one, take a shot. That's such a dumb play. Bro. Yo, so hold on. I have it. What what is Dalvin? What a uh <laughs> Leon says poverty franchise fuck the Jets. He's a Patriots fan. <laughs> Uh, well, what are Dalvin's numbers looking like? Because Brees Hall looks a lot better than him. Dalvin's got seven, seven for, for 24. 24. I tried to Not tell yet. people, yo, I feel like he might be cooked. I feel like people don't, don't really take Minnesota seriously, so nobody really saw it last year. But I thought last year there were signs that he's cooked. Um, I thought he was yeah. cooked from two years ago. Yeah, uh, fair enough, bro. See, I, I, I didn't know. I, just, I figured last year, I was like, yo, this does not look like the same player. And uh, look. The Jets paid money for it. They're gonna find out that Brees Hall is the guy to put on put on the football field, um, and we'll see what happens from there. Um, 
But yeah, what do you what are you guys saying as far as like watching more of this game? I'm down. I mean, depends on how this drive goes. If yeah. it results in a touchdown, sure. I yeah. Oh, who's down? I love them running the ball like this though. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like what they should have been doing the entire time. Yep. I think that's that's the that's the best part of their team, and that's how the only way you're gonna make the windows big enough for Zach Wilson to be somewhat effective is again to have the other team respect the run. Yeah, especially with their weapons. Like it's not like Lazard is gonna get himself wide open, right? Oh, yep. hey guys, I have a I have a thing. I you know I uh, yeah NFL talks fans may know about this. I was going on about it last year. Can we now officially call the Trey Lance trade the worst trade in NFL history? Oh yeah, not, um, not yeah. I feel like there's that one trade that happened for Herschel Walker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. How right. many picks Who was did that? they trade with? Who did the Niners trade with for that? Uh, the Dolphins. I want to say. Ooh, because you know what it is. I feel like a part the of Dolphins makes are involved the... in both times, bro. Legit. But hold on, wasn't Herschel Walker the Vikings? Yeah, he was on the Vikings. He was on the yeah. Cowboys, then he went to the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, he got traded to the Vikings. So here's the thing. The thing mm-hmm. about the Herschel Walker trade that gives it so much significance is the Cowboys literally used those picks to create a dynasty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with the, that trade. So it's like mm-hmm. well, that the Trey Lance trade doesn't have that part of it figured out yet. But like, let's say the Dolphins go run off some chips right right now. Um, yeah. yeah, it's up there. But I guess, yeah. Like, no, thing, bro, you know what they turned it into? Bradley Chubb and Tyreek. Bradley Chubb, Tyreek, and Waddle. Damn, yeah, that's cold. That's cold. See, that's the thing. If that that unit, like low key, that could be like if the if the Dolphins win, that's the pillars of their team: the receiving core, and then Chubb is a big part of their pass rush. Like those are yep. those are the key parts of their team. So that's definitely like, yo, the Niners fucked up big time. And to think of like. The two quarterbacks they were debating were Trey Lance and Mac Jones. What a, what, what? Just I hate it so much. What a, what a set of quarterbacks to be debating between. Hey, imagine Fields behind that old line with Kyle Shanahan and those weapons, bro. They would have won a Super Bowl by now, bro. Imagine if they just like. Anybody like even just because the thing about that team is I still don't think that they ask a whole lot of their quarterbacks. I think the bigger thing about that offense is they ask the quarterbacks to process information quickly and well. I think the actual part of like throwing the football is fairly easy in that offense. But um, yeah, the thing with Shanahan too is like he tends to like again go back to his earliest like history. You got Matt Schaub in Houston. You got Matt Ryan. In um in Atlanta during parts of his Washington tenure, you had Kirk Cousins, you had uh, obviously Garoppolo in San Fran. Now you have Purdy. Like he has a type as far as quarterbacks go. Um, if he only ever got like the best version of that type, um, like I don't know. Like I think if he got his hands on C.J. Stroud, I think that would go really well for all parties involved. Mm. Right, like. There's just a certain kind of quarterback, and I think Stroud is like the best version of it as far as the your prospects as of late. But yeah, man, like there's so much potential for that team, and the fact that like they tend to just like 
try to make it work with mid quarterbacks. I, I really hate it for the Niner fans, but it is what it is. Hey, speaking of potential quarterbacks, that could be good for him. I don't want him to go there. But yeah. can we talk about Colorado and Shador Sanders? Oh, 100%. Bro? Yo, yo Shador's Eddie, probably going go to go too I want to know your thoughts on this. I, I don't know if he's, you're eating. Sorry. He's, um, he's a he's a pleasant surprise. Like, <clears throat> you know, people know I went to HBCU. So, oh, my God, Zach Wilson, what are you doing? The ball. Yeah, so people know that I went to HBCU, so I always have an affinity for that that kind of football. Um, and to see how seamless the transition has been from him playing in that level of football to going to Colorado and somewhat doing the same exact thing has been awesome to see. He's realistically like I don't think I don't think you can really put a cap on what they can do this season now I live eat sleep breathe the Pac-12 whatever sport yeah. it is so I'm of course I'm upset it's going away but if I had to be honest I could see them losing a couple games in the Pac-12 um I don't think they're going to – I think they can get one of Oregon or USC. Same, same. And I think the one sleeper team that nobody knows about is Oregon State. Um, Oregon oh. State got a lot of good pieces. So I think they play them in the back half of the season. Other than that, I think they should be favored in every game because their level of talent is actually outrageous. When you look at the transfers they've got in – a lot of these transfers came from high-profile programs so they can play. They just never got the opportunity. So, yeah, Shador is special, man. Travis Hunter is special. Um, all their weapons they got, yeah, they'll be, a, they'll be a fun watch. They'll be a fun watch for sure. Bro, I think the only thing I, I agree with 100% what you're saying, Oregon State, though, bro, DJ Ungalele, bro, we saw him. At Clemson, bro. Listen, he's yeah, a different guy's, guy. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, he a different guy. I'm telling you, because the coach knows him well. And yeah. he's, again, that's the thing. When you got these, like, it happened to me, right? You get these West Coast kids, kids like us, and we go out to the South. Bretta, it is a culture shock. It's a culture change that you're not ready for. Especially if you're one of them dudes like I got homies who never left the state, mm. right? And so their first, could you? I couldn't imagine my first time leaving the state would be to play college football and how that might have an effect on me. And then looking at Clemson now, Clemson just lost to Duke. You dig what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We we can't put it all on him. I know I'm with you. Like I I thought he'd do better. Um, he didn't, and so it's a good thing he came out because he came back out here because he's gonna be in a system and just a, a way of life that he's used to. So I expect big things from him, but I, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'd be shocked if he continues to struggle. But I just watched them play San Jose State, and he was diamond. And San yeah. Jose State, San Jose State gave USC all the problems in the world. 
So I think, you know, he should be okay. He should be okay. Yeah, the thing with him is, like, basically when he started playing at Clemson, they fell off as a program, especially when it comes to receivers, because, like, they're a program that has a really strong history of producing receivers, and it just kind of stopped with him. So to be in that conference, going up against teams with, like, very little in the way of a supporting cast, and obviously, like you said, there's off the other off-the-field stuff. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he turns things around. Ultimately, now, like, we'll see how things uh, go in terms of the – NFL team he ends up at he probably needs mm-hmm. like the right circumstances for it to pan mm-hmm. out but yeah man Clemson really they they fell off I think they're what 25th now no they're not even ranked anymore not even ranked anymore there you go damn but yeah it, it, that, that program fell apart real quick people do not like that bro <laughs> bro the thing with Uncle Ailey is but I didn't even like him coming out of high school man I know he was at St. John Bosco brother I don't know, man. This guy didn't impress me whatsoever. But yeah, yeah we'll see. But on Colorado, though, bro, that guy though, Xavier Weaver, holy shit, he is. Yeah, he can ball. He can ball. Wow, I was so impressed by him, and I like the other guy as well, um, Jimmy Horn Jr. Like, yeah, all of weapons, them. Man. They got some yep. weapons. Yeah, and the number one corner in the in high school last year also committed to them. I don't think he's even played yet. Like, oh, so wow. they, they still they still got him to uh, him to come. Obviously, Travis Hunter, that dude is is fucking incredible. I don't know what what like he's better at. Like, is it receiver? Is it corner? I still can't get it, bro. No, it's, I think uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think corner is what he played more of in high school. Like, I think that is what he was, like, recruited as. I think the thing with Prime is that Prime himself was a guy who got offensive run, which in the NFL occasionally, which means he probably got a lot more in high school and prior to high school. So I think he's somebody who just understands kind of, like, the potential a little bit differently. And I know that I've heard Prime say in an interview where he's like, look, when I look at Travis Hunter, I see myself in the way of, like, you know, like, oh, he, like, was – you know, grew up in Florida, moved to Georgia, whatever, whatever, plays both positions, like shit like that. But he's just like, yeah, like, I understand the guy. I wanted to give him a platform he couldn't get anywhere else. And he, Travis Hunter is a guy that turned down a lot of top programs to commit to uh, playing with Prime. So it's one of those situations where I just think it's so unique. So I don't know anything about that number one corner that committed, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a corner that has receiver upside that nobody else is willing to tap into, like Prime is. So we'll see. Also, about people are so surprised about Shador Sanders. But yeah. Bro, I don't think people realize, like, even in high school, you know, he was a top 70 prospect. He had offers. Nah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a top 70 overall prospect in the country. He had offers from Alabama, I think Clemson. Yeah. Just a, a boatload of places. So, like, people, like, especially me, I just found that out recently. Like, I didn't know he was this good. I just thought people he turned down him Bama, bro. He, I thought people hyped him because he was prime son, but bro, bro is actually like incredible. Like, he yep. is actually incredible. That play, yep. I don't know if you guys seen on the two point conversion, but how he got out of that, oh my lord. Oh yeah, he oh, tried yeah. it. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. Damn, even this cook can run a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's the Battle of the Cooks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. 
Damn, brothers, I got to head out, though, man. All right. All good. All good. All good. All good Y'all continue bro. to hold it down. Chat people. All love. Taza, I'll catch you, my G. What's up? Peace um, out, You already know it's all love. I'll be on that channel as soon as possible. 100%. And then, yeah, man, hopefully this turns into somewhat of a good game and not a blowout, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, man. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we see. see. I, I don't know about it. Um, all right, y'all. Yeah, yeah. All right, peace, man. Easy, bro. Um, but yo, Murtaza, I'm I'm good to call it here. I don't know how much more of this game I'm gonna watch. Um, Same, shout out to everybody watching. Make sure you subscribe to the kick. We are um obviously gonna be here for this show for the foreseeable future. Uh don't miss out because it's not just this show, there's other stuff, the fan calling shows, everything that used to be on Twitch, except the uh the pro club streams. Everything else is gonna stay here. Um, so yeah, make sure you don't miss out on the streams. Make sure you tell people who might be interested. We're gonna be have we're gonna have a lot more coming here. Stay tuned in because there is a lot of content to come. Yeah, we're out.